All right, I think I got it to work now. Hello, hopefully everyone listening to this is having a decent day. I'm trying to have a better day. At least I'm, well, I'm taking everything day by day. Um, Gosh, where do I begin? I get to talk by myself with nobody else. Um, So, where do I begin? Um, I guess we'll talk about life experiences. I know that many of us go through a lot of things, good and bad. Um, Most of the time we learn more significant things through bad things. Um, I've been through a lot. Um, I've been through so many things that have led me to this point. Um, And I am who I am today because of it. Um, I'm a fairly easygoing, decent person who has tried to, oops, my phone dinged, um, who has tried to overcome her obstacles. And I have a lot of things I have to say, but I only have an hour to say it. (laughs) So I might divide this up into pieces with the podcast. I I don't know. Um, But I want to say thank you to those who have stuck around with me the longest, particularly certain friends who have helped me on my journey, who I will forever be grateful Um, and I know, you know, because we're going through a pandemic right now, um, things are tough. Things are extremely tough. And I don't want to, I don't want to waste any more time. And, um, let's start back in the past, I guess, because we got to visit the past and then we can visit the present. So about 10 years ago, maybe maybe like nine and a half years ago, depending on if you want to get technical or not, I lived um, in a place in Northern California where where I was, I got a decent education. Sorry, let me clear my thoughts here because I've just been all over the place. I really had a hard time adapting to up north because I'm from the Central Valley. I'm from the middle of the state. And having to adapt was really hard for me and my sister because we went through so much in that time and especially being a teenager and transitioning into high school we did the best we could as teens um my parents did everything they could to keep things going and despite all that we managed to get out of that okay Um, 
for me, sometimes I feel like I have a hard time letting go of the past. And I feel like I never really got proper closure from being here um, again. And now that I'm here again, it has changed a lot of things. And I can't tell you how many times I cried sometimes myself to sleep, just feeling like there was a part of me I could never get back. And I think hopefully in the next week or so, things will get better for my life. Um, I have a lot. I have so much to say and I can only record so much of me. <laughs> but I do want to say thank you again um, to the people that helped me become a better person. I used to be a very stupid-ass person. <laughs> I was a very strange teenager and young adult. I, I really can't describe myself. I guess I'll describe myself as weird or different. I see things differently. Um, you know, been bullied for most of my life, but, uh, geez, I'm getting messages out the yin yang now. <laughs> Can I record without you guys messaging me, please? Um, so I'm going to be 30 this year. I cannot believe I've lived this long. And I know some people will listen to this and go, oh my God, you know, 30's not a long time. Well, it feels like a long time to me. <laughs> but I will say that I've learned, I've learned how to love again. And uh, I feel like this is going to be a confession podcast. And it's so hard to confess certain things because I feel so awful about it sometimes, especially when it comes to um, things that I've done wrong in the past. Now, granted, this was like a billion years ago, so nobody really cares. People move on, whatever. But I was not always the perfect person that some people thought that I was. And being cheated on and destroyed during a time when it was supposed to be special with somebody um, should have been. And I'll explain it in generalities and maybe you guys will kind of follow me as I explain it. So a long time ago when I was living up north in the past, um, I was in love with someone madly, madly in love with them. Um, I, <laughs> oh gosh, I lost my virginity to them, but I trusted them. And I think I was 18. I think I had either just turned 18 or was 17 and a half. I don't remember. But I, I lost my virginity to them. 
I trusted them. And we had a really blooming, beautiful relationship. It was hard, though, because there were times where we struggled um, financially from time to time. He was living off his um, particular income, and I was struggling with work. Work was hard then. Um, and uh, when I got laid off, um, I had to go get food stamps. I got embarrassed about it. I felt like shit. But he still loved me anyway. And um, anyway, as the years went by, we had other friends come visit, hang out, and, you know, have a normal social life. And then the love started to die because he was having eyes for other women and I was not as appealing as I could have been. And one day, and I remember this vividly because it still has like scarred me mentally. Um, he had a couple friends over with this girl and she started biting him on the arm and the neck and everything and I told her to stop doing it and she was a complete fucking whore um, just wanting to get in anybody's pants that she could uh, fucked up my self-esteem I think that was the first time I experienced jealousy or anger or anything like that so then when they started doing that, it was Valentine's Day. And the morning of Valentine's Day, he threw me out in the rain and I had to go to a friend's house for two weeks. I cried every day for two weeks. And when he was done having sex with her in our house, in our home, um, he wanted me to come back. And like a fool, I came back. Like an idiot, I came back. And it's so hard. It's been so, so hard. And I know it's been so many years and I need to get the fuck over it, but it's... I don't think that wound has ever fully healed. And um, so out of revenge, I in turn did the cheating also. And I stopped talking to him less and less. I started to, you know, talk to guys on dating sites and I... I just couldn't feel as close to him as I wanted to. Um, I remember meeting this other guy that I kind of somewhat had feelings for. And he was cute at the time. Later on, he became, you know, another piece of shit. Go figure. But, <laughs> um, and... It was crazy. We were kind of falling for each other. He wasn't 
originally from California, but of course I was, and I knew a lot of the, the lingo and what was up and the job market and all that. And um, we started seeing each other more often. And through all of that, um, it was just crazy. It was like when, when I was just so fucking angry and feeling so hurt from being betrayed and cheated and the, the sex from the other person felt so good that I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to let that go. And, um, you know how some people say what goes around comes around. It's true. It's not a joke. It's, it's really true. And I should not have fought fire with fire. I should have become the stronger person and had walked away from the whole situation. Well, me and him were having, every time we would, I would see this other guy, me and him would have sex like every other time we'd see each other. And it was, it was nice for the time. I mean, <laughs> I kind of felt different because I knew that what I was doing was wrong. And um, I felt dirty later on down the road, maybe about four or five months. I felt horrible. And I just got to get this off my chest and I got to say this in the podcast because it's important because this is a part of my history and I don't want people painting me as this perfect or genuinely good person. Yes, that is true. I am now a genuinely good person who is honest, who is hardworking, who tries to, you know, be there for people. But my past, you know, I, I have to learn from that. And I have. And I got what was coming to me. So did he. But I guess the only difference is, is now, from what I've heard in the grapevine, you know, he's out there with two kids and a wife, and I don't really have anybody. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, but I can't tell you all how hard it was to admit this and I'm sorry I'm sorry that it took me almost 10 years to confess and to say what needs to be said and just know that if you change your viewpoint about me you have every right to but just know that I, that's not who I am anymore. You know, um, I am a different person now. And now I'm revisiting emotions and things that I haven't felt in a long time. And I never thought I could revisit this. I thought it was dead and buried. It was gone. It was whatever. But no, no, it wasn't gone. It, it, it's still here and it still lingers and looms. And now that I'm confessing this, you know, it feels better. It feels so much better. It, it feels like I'm light, lightening my load. 
and, and letting things be out in the open and be clear. And I cried about it. I did. I cried about it and I realized, you know, I was wrong. And there are some other people from that time era that had done things behind my back that I am trying to be forgiving about because even though I lost 10 years of having a different outcome and a different potential, I still survived and I still made a better person of myself. Even though I had to go the path that I had to go, I learned from that. And I don't, try not to tear up right now, I don't want there to be some kind of misunderstanding. And I think that's my fear is that I don't, I don't want to be at the end of my life and not have it be said because it did hurt. And it was so hard even after that point for the past 10 years of my life, going through other relationships too, some that were completely dangerous that I did not need to go through at all. But that's how we learn. We learn through going through relationships and okay, they don't work out or whatever, whatever. But for me, I got to just hold my own because it felt like karma karma did bite me in the ass even though yes he did the wrong initially to start i also did wrong so i am also guilty of that and he had a he and i had mutual friends who i found out later through another friend who um told me that some of the mutual friends between me and my ex uh, wanted to fuck me. Didn't want me dating anybody else that they knew, obviously. Um, and sabotaged a lot. And um, I'm still grieving over that. still hurt I'm so hurt but I understand that it had to be done it had to be done and then I started thinking recently about how I felt about somebody again, who I used to have feelings for. And things have changed. And to be honest, brutally honest, I think me and him are two different people. And I was always afraid of his criticism, you know, 
And I'm not going to say too much about him because I'm sure he wants me to give him privacy. But I will say he is a fairly decent human being who has worked really hard and remained to be a very good person. Despite how fucking stupid I've been. And I'm so sorry I was gone for 10 years. I missed out on so many things. And I hope that when or if we see each other again, it won't be It won't be that bad. But even if we don't, just know that I still value you as a person because you have a right to know why I had to leave and go somewhere else. It was because of my own undoing, because of the grave sin that I did and committed and carried for over a decade and I hope that that, that doesn't change your point of view of me if you are listening to this probably not I'm probably just wasting time I guess but just know that you mean the world to me and even though we're not in a relationship, obviously. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and... <sighs> I remember having a video chat with you. Remembering how you looked emotionally on that video chat and you looked so lonely, so sad, so different than what I was used to. I'm so sorry. Just promise me one fucking thing. You're not going to criticize me. And if you do, I hope it's positive fucking criticism because I never thought I could still be here after all the shit I've done. I never thought I could see another day because of how fucking horrible some people are in this world. I think my greatest fear is not being able to tell certain people in my life that I loved them. And I don't mean love like a romantic love. I mean truly valued them as a human being. And I always will. 
and just remember that, remember that all of you out there, you're not alone. You're not. You know, it was even hard for me to even reach out. I'm always embarrassed about it. Reaching out to people. Telling them my feelings. Telling them how I really feel about certain things. I just couldn't believe that I could revisit certain feelings from people that I never thought I could. The hardest part for me is how do I tell someone I love them but not fuck up a friendship? How do you tell somebody that you care about them so much more than what they think you do? Or what they, sorry, the what they think that they might know that you care to a certain degree. Sorry, I can't English today because I'm emo I'm an emotional mess. I'm an emotional wreck. And even if said person may not love me back, may not see me in that way, that's fine too. I can live with that. I can but I haven't come this far to give up. I haven't come this far to just throw it all away. That's why I'm putting up this podcast episode, I think, is because I felt guilty and I felt horrible about everything. And, you know, there's not a day that goes by that I, I do think about the memories and, and everything. I just didn't have a whole lot of people around me to make new memories. And even, like, in present day, making the new memories with people, it's, it's different now. It's different now because now that I'm older and a bit wiser... You know, some people don't vibe with me very well. And some people are more consumed by their money and their selfishness rather than trying to be more generous and giving and not trying to see it from your point of view. They rather just see it from theirs, I guess. But I'm not going to give up. I guess maybe in a way, I, I think it truly is the guilt, the guilt and, and losing so much time. So much time has gone by. And I just don't know. I just don't know what the future is going to hold for me. And I, I know life is hard right now. So... For some of you, I'm sure it's a bit easier. For others, it may be more difficult. It's going to be okay. 
it's going to be okay because in the end, all the wrongs will be turned right again. But first, some of us have to go through the hardships. And it may seem bleak. It may seem hopeless. But just know that you're not alone because I've been through it too. I have. I don't know how I've, truthfully, I don't know how I've made it this far. And for those of you that know me personally, just, just be there for me. Oh my God, my phone's ringing. Quit it. Not right now. <laughs> but just know that, um, going to be okay. Things will get better. <laughs>